0: Good evening and hope you had an amazing day. So for a couple of days over Family Day weekend, I held back from checking the news in the real world, realizing that life will go on whether or not I know what's happening in it. Only, however, to reconnect and hear that there was an exciting engagement for the Jewish people. Gilad Shalit, now 33, got engaged. A huge mazel tov to him, his fiance, their families, and all of Klael As I'm sure you remember, Gilad was a young soldier of only 19 years old when he was captured in June 2006 by a terrorist who came up through one of the Hamas tunnels and was held captive for over five years, only being released in October 2011, five years in Hamas captivity. Remembering this, I was thinking about how it is nearly impossible for us to even understand what that time in captivity must have been like for him or for his parents, even on a personal level, considering that my wife and I are blessed to be the parents of a 19-year-old, our eldest, and for all his family and friends. But I remember how amazing also it was to see the entire Jewish world rally around his release, never giving up hope. Hundreds of thousands of people prayed, petitioned, wrote, and rallied for only this one person. Why? Because a basic Jewish teaching is that we never put the word only before the words one person. There's a passage from the Talmud in Tractate Sanhedrin 37a which asks why it was that the creation of human beings all began with the creation of a single human. Why not create a whole bunch of people at the same time? The Talmud relays that Adam, the first human, was created alone. To teach that one who kills one soul, it is considered as if they killed and destroyed the entire world. And conversely, Anyone who helped or sustains one soul, we ascribe credit as if they sustained an entire world, just like that one atom when the world was created. In other words, each individual comprises an entire world unto him or herself. If we ever find ourselves thinking, I'm not making a big enough impact, there are billions of people out there, so what if I help a few here and a few there? What about all the others? Of course, we should strive to make as large of an impact with our efforts as possible. But at the same time, it is arguably more important to remember that helping even one person is hugely important, since to others, that one person might in fact be an entire world. I found myself thinking about this quite a bit as we switched to a podcast format, since I can now see how many people are actually listening to these daily posts. To be honest, it's easy to feel discouraged when looking at the numbers, and the voice in my head, which I'm sure is my Yates or Hara, tells me to give up. After all, what's the point if the actual impact that I make is so small compared to the millions of people out there? But this teaching from the Talmud propels me forward because the reality is that I have no clue and might not ever know what something I try to teach does for someone else and how far that impact will go in their lives in the world. Whether it be that listener that I now see is in Walnut Grove, B.C. or Sydney, Australia, or of course, even right here in Toronto. All I know is that if it makes a positive impact on one person, it makes a difference to the entire world. So the next time you're thinking of doing something small to help even just one person, know that to that one person, it's not small at all. And in fact, might just be what their world needs. On that note, have a wonderful night and I look forward to seeing you tomorrow.